Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So I think there's two parts to it. One is, I'm in jail because of decisions taken by the Canadian government. I want compensation for that. Plus, I'm in jail because of uh, information that I shared with Mr. Spavor in the course of his duties as a diplomat, uh, as a super collector of information uh, with his Global Security Reporting Program. Voice of uh, Steve Chase speaking to Greg Brady this morning in a hell of a story that he and Robert Fife of the Globe and Mail uh, tabled over the weekend, what it reveals, uh, information that no one would have known that the uh, Michaels maybe had a different relationship than we thought, and that is Michael Spavor now seeking millions in a settlement from the Trudeau government and Michael Kovrig, alleging that he uh, caused his jailing because he unwittingly provided intel on North Korea to Canada and our Five Eye allies. And Spavor is uh, one of very, very few Westerners who's got a relationship with the North Korean leader, um, like a personal relationship, like drinking on his yacht or uh, jet skiing or whatever it is that Kim Jong-un does. So they knew each other. And the Globe also you know, talks about the relationship between Spavor and Kovrig, who, you know, they were Canadian, both once upon a time worked for government doing stuff. So they had commonalities. They'd meet for a drink here and there, and it was during a meeting that Kovrig and Spavor um, shared information by Kovrig and uh, un announced to Spavor, it was then passed along to our government and the Five Eye partners. Now remember, we were always told by the Prime Minister, this was not about spying. There was no espionage, that this was done um, as an aggressive move because Meng Wanzhou had been held in Canada. Uh, that's not the case. We're learning a lot. Michael Juno Katsuya is a former chief of Asia Pacific for CSIS. Great to have you. Always a pleasure, Alex. It's a really long story, and it also goes in and out of a whole bunch of government agencies and who worked for what. Um, Spaver was not working for CSIS, but they did look at him, apparently, like he was quite valuable, whether um, he knew it or not. So is it normal? Like, what's your takeaway from what we're finding out? Unfortunately, we cannot prevent people to uh, give the twist to the information that they want to give. I will not be uh, qualified today yeah. to necessarily judge or pass a, co- a, a judgment on Mr. Spivert's uh, perspective. Um, but what do we know? We know that we have diplomats. Krovig was one of the diplomats posted in China. We know that our diplomats, the reason, the raison d'être of those diplomats <clears throat> is to assess what's going on in the country where they are posted, try to promote relationship between our countries and, and create ties and, 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 and business or, or, or political relationship. But to do so, you need to understand what's going on in that country. Mm. You need to, to understand what's going on in the region where you work. And every single diplomat of every country 
that's their job. That's their job to meet people, to speak with them, get information. They are not covert. They are diplomats. They are known to the government that, uh, uh, where they operate. And they write reports back to, uh, to the central, which is Ottawa. And Ottawa will share information with his departments. There is nothing wrong in that perspective. There is nothing that tells me in that perspective that this is called spy activity. A spy will recruit people. A spy will uh, task uh, sources to do certain jobs. A spy will buy information and, and, and sometimes sell information. So in that particular case, <coughs> excuse me, in that particular case, the understanding that I have from receiving the information from the media, Mr. Krovig was doing his job. Uh, as you pointed out in the introduction, rightly so, Fever has a very unique relationship, one of the very rare Westerners that is capable to go to that dictator in uh, North Korea and uh, was maybe in a position to inform us. Uh, and, and that COVID sort of report, whatever he connects, is part of his duty, it's part of his job, but it's not necessarily being, being perceived as or being act as a spy. Right. Now, if China wants to call it spy activity, I got news for, uh, for China because 70% of their diplomats are real trained spy. Yeah. But we still have them here. Oh, yeah. But that's another topic. <laughs> We've got a lot of them here, no question about it. Um, but, you know, this it raises some interesting um, uh, questions. Uh, like, you know, Spaver probably should have known that whenever he met with Mr. Kovrig, whatever they were talking about, was going to somehow make it home. Or maybe he didn't care. I don't know. But he would have probably or should have known that anything he talks about, even if by chance he says something about North Korea, that would be something he'd have to be careful about, no? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mr. Spaver, from his own admission, is an entrepreneur. He's a business person. Any relationship that you have is conduit potentially to a business. So talking to the Canadian government, he wants to be on the good side of the Canadian government. He knows, he, he has known Mr. Krovic for many years. He has been talking to him. Mm -hmm. uh, he hopes to stay in the good book because, you know, frankly, uh, being, being a, a friend, a personal friend of, of, of the dictator of North Korea is not necessarily the best things to have on your CV. No. But, hey, he wants, to, he wants to, to, to entertain that business relationship or that friendship uh, for, for his own uh, 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 perspective and, and advantage. That's his business. Uh, and I'm not going to judge it any further than that. But to to meet with him and to try to obtain information, uh, it's not a spy activity because the, every department, every diplomat, like I said, and I repeat, every diplomat write about the information they are collecting by, with all the meetings that they are having with the people where they are. Mm -hmm. It's part of their job. Specifically, Mr. Krovid was part of a group called Global Security Reporting Program. That is, that's a, that is not a covert program. That's a program that exists within the, for, the, 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 the foreign affair or global affair. Um, and, and their job is to report specifically on security issues that could 
have an effect on Canada or the Canadians. Right. That's their job. Yeah. We want the government to be capable to assess what's going on worldwide in order to sort of foresee uh, uh, something negative that could affect us or to be capable to warn our Canadian citizens when they travel about security issues that they, might, they may encounter. So, again, I, I, I do not see where necessarily this could be perceived as a spy activity, but it doesn't prevent uh, a, a country like China to call him a spy if it served their purpose. And you pointed out very, very, very well, and everybody knows that their arrest, the to- those two Michaels, happened days after the arrest of uh, uh, Meng Wanzhou, yeah. the uh, uh, lady, the, the daughter of the founder of Huawei. And it was clearly evident that it was in reprisal of that arrest that these two guys were arrested. Now, every foreign citizen that goes to China is under observation, is under surveillance. Sure. Uh, and particularly certain individuals that are of great interest, like diplomats or business people. So I'm not surprised that these two guys were picked up at one point because they thought, hey, they seem to be the guys who fit the mold and fit the, pro- the, the profile of being accused of spying. And, and, and that served the purpose of, of China. But I, I do not subscribe to that rhetoric that they were uh, spies or they were doing spy activities. Now, as for the business between Mr. Spavor, Krovic, and the government of Canada, uh, that will have to be resolved uh, 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 either uh, privately or in front of the court. Uh, But I do not necessarily subscribe to uh, his theory that he was arrested because Krovic was a spy. No, Krovic was a diplomat who happened to be in a position at the wrong place at the wrong time and serve the purpose that China wanted them to serve at that period. Stay tuned. This will not get into a courtroom, but we will find out. So uh, I appreciate you uh, filling in some of the blanks because it is confusing, but certainly uh, with more transparency and, and speak through it, uh, it's fascinating. I appreciate it, Michelle. You know the old say, when you want to get rid of your dog, you accuse him to have rebies. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on here. There you go. Thank you. That's uh, Michel Junot-Katsue joining us. Uh, And this won't make it into a courtroom, the uh, lawsuits for millions. But there's no way, as we've seen so many times with this government, that they're going to want secrets or anything out. So they'll just settle it and make it go away. But boy, oh boy. Wait for the next chapter. See who gets that one.